I want to begin my homily this morning by recommending a movie to you. Specifically, I'll recommend it to all those 14 years of age and older. It's really not appropriate for younger children. The movie is called Gimme Shelter. I saw it last week at Showcase Cinemas in Warwick. Unfortunately, it's not playing at the present time at Regal here in Stonington. But I would say that the trip to Warwick is well worth it. It's based on a true story. It stars actress Vanessa Hudgens, who was in all of those high school movie, musical movies of the recent past. She plays a 16-year-old girl named Agnes Bailey, although Agnes prefers to be called by her nickname, Apple. When the movie begins, Apple is living in the inner city with her mother, who's a drug addict and emotionally unstable, very, very emotionally unstable. We also find out that 16-year-old Apple has been in several foster homes over the years and was sexually abused in one of them by the father of the family. Needless to say, she's a very troubled young woman. After getting into a fight with her mom, a physical fight, Apple runs away and she goes to the house of her estranged and extremely wealthy father, Tom, who lives in a big mansion in a New Jersey suburb with his wife, Joanna, and their two young children. Because of her scruffy appearance and abrasive personality, Apple gets a pretty cold reception from her dad. She gets an even colder reception from his wife. But they do allow her to stay. While she's there, she experiences morning sickness one day, and shortly thereafter, Apple discovers that she's pregnant. Well, Tom and Joanna have a solution to the quote-unquote problem. It's the solution that, unfortunately, many take nowadays. They encouraged her, did more than encourage, they told the teenager that she should have an abortion. And Joanna takes her to an abortion clinic. Apple, to her credit, runs out of the clinic. And then she runs away, again, to save the life of her unborn child. She ends up back on the streets for a short time. She sleeps in unlocked cars. She eats wherever she can, out of dumpsters when necessary. She does whatever she needs to do to survive. But then after a car accident puts her in the hospital, she meets a very good, dedicated, committed Catholic priest. You don't find too many of them in Hollywood films these days. The priest is played by actor James Earl Jones, many of you remember from other films. The priest, Father McCarthy, helps Apple to get the help that she needs from a local pregnancy shelter, a home for young mothers and their babies, which is run by a woman named Kathy. And that character in the film is modeled on a real person, Kathy DeFiori, who began to take pregnant teenage girls into her own home back in 1981. Now she runs three of these shelters for mothers and their babies in New Jersey. She gives them love, she gives them hope, gives hope to young people like Apple. I won't tell you how the film ends, no spoilers here. But I will say that, all things considered, 
It's a good ending, it's a happy ending for most of the characters in the story. Jesus said to us in today's Gospel, You are the light of the world. You. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Heavenly Father. I mentioned this movie, Gimme Shelter, in my homily today because I think it has a lot to teach us about being a light, about being a light for others, the kind of light that Jesus tells us in this Gospel we must be. It's not an option something we are supposed to be in this life. First of all, this movie teaches us that being a light is not always easy. It's not always the popular thing to do. It was not easy for Apple to be a light by making the decision to carry her unborn child to birth. You know, in all likelihood, if she had consented, if she had consented to the desires of her father and his wife and had had that abortion, they probably would have allowed her to stay with them and Apple would have had it easy. She would have had everything she wanted, materially speaking at least. She took the tough road, but it was the right road. It wasn't easy for Father McCarthy, the priest, to be a light in his initial dealings with Apple right after her car accident. She was angry at God, she was angry at life, and she let the priest know it. That happens, by the way, every once in a while. People take out their anger, their frustration on the priest. And it wasn't easy for that woman, Kathy, to be a light by setting up and running a ministry for young and troubled teenage girls like Apple. Of course, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, never said it would be easy, did he? In fact, the implication in this text is that it will not be easy since a light stands out only when it's surrounded by darkness. Another lesson we see illustrated in this movie is that we can be a light. We have the possibility of being a light now and in the future, regardless of what we've been in the past. That is so important. We can be a light now and in the future, regardless of what our past has been like. We learn this lesson mostly from Apple herself. She runs away from her mother because of her mom's physical, emotional, and verbal abuse, and because of her mom's drug addiction. She runs away from her dad and his wife because they want to kill her unborn child by forcing her to have an abortion. And yet, in the midst of those conflicts, it's very clear that Apple is no saint herself. To say that she was a little rough around the edges is to put it mildly. If you see the film, you'll see she was angry, she was bitter, she was vulgar, she was not a very pleasant person to be around. At the end of the story, however, she's very different. Her choice to be a light by continuing her pregnancy and by all the right decisions she made thereafter all of that had a positive impact on those around her. She did not allow her past darkness to keep her from being a light for others in the present moment. 
And neither should we allow our past darkness, whatever that might be, to keep our light from shining now. Instead, we should deal with our darkness, confront it and deal with it in the confessional. In fact, that's what confession is for. When the light gets turned off by sin, we allow Jesus in the confessional to turn it back on. And then we move on with our lives, being a light for others. And speaking of others, another lesson we learn in this film about being a light is that lights burn more brightly when they burn together. Apple was supported in her decision for life by Father McCarthy and by Kathy and by the other young woman in that pregnancy shelter. And that union of lights helped everybody, especially Apple herself. This is why if we are serious, really serious about living our Catholic faith, we need to try to surround ourselves with other committed Catholics with other Catholics who are serious about following Jesus Christ in the modern world. Hopefully we all do that. And speaking of others, we also see in this story how being a light can bring sight to the blind. And here I'm talking about the spiritually blind. Apple's decision for life, her decision to be a light in this very difficult situation that she faced, that eventually opened the eyes of her father, her materialistic, very, very pro-choice father. He came to see reality. He came to see that what was in her womb was not a cluster of cells, a byproduct of conception. He came to see that this was a human being. And finally, we learn from this film that being a light for others must must, must begin at home. Actually, this lesson is taught negatively in the movie, mostly by Apple's mother, who's a very, very unattractive character. But also, to some extent, the lesson is taught negatively by her dad. Each of them had a negative influence on Apple's life early on, because each of them failed to be a light for their daughter early on. They failed to give this girl the love and support and the guidance that she desperately needed. Now, thankfully, Apple eventually did find those things in Kathy's shelter. That's why it's not a coincidence that, the, that at the very end of the film, Apple refers to the residents and the staff of the shelter as her, and this is the term she uses, family. Family. She understood. I thought of this last point when I reflected on today's reading, first reading from Isaiah 58. You know, this passage could be entitled, How to Be a Light, because that's exactly what it's about. In addressing that issue, the prophet Isaiah writes, and we heard these words a few moments ago, Thus says the Lord, Share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and, and here's the line that really struck me, do not turn your back on your own. That, I would say, is a crystal clear reference to our families. 
So yes, Isaiah is telling us that if we want to be lights, we have to do all those things to help the poor and needy people out there in the world. Clothe them, shelter them, give them what they need. Oh yeah. But he's also making it clear that our charity, our kindness, need to begin at home. Of course, being lights at home by showing patience and compassion and forgiveness toward the other members of our family can be, and often is, a real challenge. And we all know that by our own personal experience. That's yet another reason why we need to pray, not just once a week at church, but every single day. In concluding my homily now, I ask you to do two things. First of all, I ask you to think of all the people who have been lights to you in your life. We've all had them. We wouldn't be here this morning if we didn't have them. Thank God for those people and ask the Lord to bless them for being such good examples to you in your life. And secondly, pray, especially after you receive Jesus in communion today, those of you who will receive. When you go back to your pew, pray in a special way that God will make you an example of Christian living to the members of your family and to all your friends and to all your acquaintances so that they will be able to say to you, in the words of that old Debbie Boone song that many of us remember from the 1970s, so that they will be able to say to you, you light up my life.